0: Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Breaking the shards of a mirror creates an army of evil clones, one of which becomes life-size and tries to kill the protagonist. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. There we go. I know exactly what you're talking
1: about. For a change, were you happy about that? Usually, I'm so lost. Usually, I'm so lost. We by were your talking spoilers. about this off air.
0: uh yes. You mentioned it. The this the, the title of this movie,
1: it's and got a, uh, it's got a very similar title to the movie we we're talking about this week. So I'm glad you got a kick out of it. There we go. So. Welcome to the show, everybody.
0: Welcome. Matty D, while you're in a talkative mood, would you like to explain what we do on this show? Absolutely. So here are potential spoilers. We take a look at a trailer or any of the promotional material to an upcoming blockbuster movie. And then we sit here and try to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. See if we can get it
1: right. That's absolutely correct, and if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, or two of our previous predictions to the test, currently in cinemas at the moment, we've got Godzilla versus Kong. Man, we fucking nailed that one. Oh, man. And Nobody as well. I don't know if we've nailed that one. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe I'll see it over the next day or two.
0: Yeah, so if you're going out and watching those movies, take a listen to our show, yeah. uh, those episodes. Maybe after you see
1: the movie, because as far as Godzilla versus Kong is concerned, we fucking spoiled the shit out of that movie.
0: Mm. I mean, there are some I don't bits know why I'm so we did not today. get, but... Yes, that's right. But uh, by and The large... major
1: plot points we, we completely smoothed out But this week we're here to talk about A movie that's not coming to cinemas We're talking for the first Netflix time Netflix movie Actually no we've talked no, about Netflix we have movies before Netflix uh, movies. Nola Holmes was our first ever Netflix original movie uh, But this week we're talking about The upcoming Zack Snyder Netflix original movie Army of the Dead A zombie killing movie It's our second ever zombie movie on the show behind Zombieland Double Tap. It is. So before we start talking about Army of the Dead as a movie, let's talk about Zack Snyder, the director himself, because I think it's worth talking about him because he's very much become like a name himself, especially after the recent release. I think it was week before last, they recently released the Snyder cut of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice
0: League. Have you seen that? I watched five minutes of it. Oh, and you, you cancelled. And I gave up. You yeah. gave up. I really want to watch it. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard people saying they loved it. I've heard yeah. people saying it was meh. Mainly, I've heard people say they love the movie more so than people really? saying it was terrible. I've, yeah. I've heard more negative than
1: I've heard positive. Really? Okay. Mm. We, I guess we just move in different circles then. But yeah, if you're not familiar with Zack Snyder, he directed the 2004 remake of Dawn of the Dead. He directed 300. He directed uh, a personal favourite of Matty D and mine. But nobody else Watchmen <laughs>
0: We're the only people That
1: like that movie apparently And he did most of the DCEU movie So he did Man of Steel He did Batman vs Superman He did of course his, his Snyder Cut of Justice League Before uh, Just Whedon came in And made a, a mess of it I suppose According to some people I don't know I haven't seen either cut of the movie And I have no interest to either Unless we're covering it on this show I have no interest in seeing a superhero movie, to be honest.
0: I have no time to watch any other movies other than what we're watching. Especially for this a show. four
1: hour cut of Justice League. Yep. You really want to see Alfred Pennyworth making tea with people. Well,
0: here's what I'm thinking I enjoyed watching The Irishman in like bits. So oh, yeah. I'm thinking of watching uh, like Justice League. Like an hour League. a day? Yeah. Or even like 30 minutes a day. Yeah, maybe. Just Treat it like a TV show. Absolutely. I did
1: hear that HBO Max, so The Snyder Cut was released on HBO Max. Originally, they were planning to do it as like a miniseries.
0: The Justice League.
1: Yeah, that's right. They were going to do it as, you know, installments, sort of like how they did with the extended version of The Hateful Eight on Netflix. I I believe in the US they released it as an episodic series of The Hateful Eight because that was already a long movie. That was. And then by adding in an extra hour, I guess they just made it too long. So I suppose they thought it was more digestible to make Mm. it a series because for some reason, I don't really understand this. We'll talk about Army of the Dead in a second, I promise, folks. But for some reason... I don't know why, but people just seem to find TV shows more digestible when they're in an episodic format. Because well, they if you are. notice, because you're like, "Oh, The Irishman is like three hours. That's way too long for me to watch. But I'll happily watch five hours of a, you know,
0: an but you've got TV an out show. That's the thing. You've got an out. You can be like, "Oh, I can watch this in thirty minutes, or yeah. like in another thirty minutes time, I can like hit the end of this episode yeah. and, and get out. It gives you an out. Yeah, I suppose so. I guess there's a different mentality to watching See, a movie. To not, watching a TV not everybody show. likes pausing. A mo- I do. I do all the time. But like yeah. pausing a movie halfway through, yeah, I like, coming back to it. I know you can't do it. Yeah, because if I pause it and leave, I'm not coming back. But if anyone goes into my Netflix like uh, archives, it's just all these half movies that I haven't finished yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guilty of that as well. But usually, like
1: I said, I'm not coming back to those
0: movies. So I'm uh, definitely
1: not coming back to Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like Magic Mike? No, I, there was another movie I watched a minute of it and I was just like, no. Why did you watch Magic? You knew what it was going to be. Yeah, I suppose so, but I guess I, I was expecting something kind of different.
0: But yeah, Were you? Know. Were you know. expecting something different? Let's get back to our show did content. It, didn't like, uh, what's his name, Matthew McConaughey resting the audience? <laughs> didn't <laughs> tickle your abs. fancy?
1: It did, but the rest of the movie <laughs> didn't live up, so that's why I stopped watching. All right, well, let's go talk about so, Army of the Dead. But first of all, I want to talk about um, your history with Zack
0: Snyder. Look, you know my history with Zack Snyder. I think he, love it, him or hate him. I think it's like a coin flip for me. Sometimes he like nails it for me, and sometimes he does not. When has he nailed it for you? The I Watchmen. Know. I love that movie. The Watchmen. Yeah, okay. Watchmen. I've never heard it called that. Before, Watchmen. Yes, I love okay. that movie, and and I like Batman vs Superman. Wait, I haven't seen Batman vs Superman. <laughs> okay. No. Wait, yes, I have. I love Batman vs <laughs> Superman. All right. And I liked I liked Man of Steel. It was all right. So. What about 300? 300's good. What about Dawn of the Dead? I did not like that. Fair enough. Um, there's one movie he did that I really didn't Sucker like. Sucker Punch? To- yes. Okay. So, Sucker Punch Sucked. is <laughs> one of the worst movies I've ever seen in yes. my life. Uh, there's three movies that I that I nearly walked out of a cinema watching. Uh, one was Sahara, one was Sucker Punch, and right. one was Kangaroo Jack. Those right. are the three worst movies I've ever seen. I would have walked out of all three. That movie, Sucker Punch, like, offended me. To my very core I remember being so Angry that I actually Paid money to watch That movie Wow I hated that movie So for every Watchmen I guess There's a sucker Punch yeah. for me That's my relationship But with a lot Zack of people Snyder.
1: Don't like Watchmen We've said this already You and I really Like Watchmen We've sat down And watched the Four hour ultimate cut I think it might be Three hours Three and a half hours Now that I mm. think about it We've sat down And watched that And we've loved it But yeah most people Consider that film a failure Yeah But I, yeah, I, I don't know Maybe it's just the, the Strength of the source Material carrying the movie But yeah I think I really love the movie I really like how it was made but
0: people people uh who hated the movie were really f- were big fans of the source materials um, yeah that's right so that was kind of weird that people were like oh it wasn't honoring the comic book but i thought yeah. it did a really good job of doing and then that.
1: it also didn't bring in superhero fans either because it was sort of going against the grain of superhero films mm. at the time people were like oh we don't want this from superhero movies we don't want moody sort of depressed superheroes yeah murdering yeah, now each I'll other look where we are Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. So what about you? What's your history with uh, Zack Snyder? What's your relationship with him? I thought
1: 300 was cool. I always hated the Dawn of the Dead remake. I've sort of warmed to it now. My main issue, again, this is sort of pertinent to the, the movie we're talking about this week, but my main issue with Dawn of the Dead was I loved that original movie so much that when they did the remake, I thought it sort of shat all over the legacy of that original movie. And then over the years, I've sort of grown to like it more, but... I sort of have to detach myself from the title. I go, this would be an excellent, fun, sort of like dumb action movie if it wasn't associated with that original 1978 Dawn of the Dead movie. But
0: it pretty much just follows exactly what happens in that no, movie. It's no, it's,
1: it's not similar at all. The only similarities is there's a shopping mall in both movies and yeah. it just happens to be zombies in it. That's yeah. the only similarity between well, the two movies. Well, that's a pretty
0: big similarity though. Yeah, it does, the plot isn't the same. Uh, the characters aren't That one same. has uh, Phil from Modern Family in it. That's right. It? Like, I can't not see him as being Phil in that whole movie. Yes, it kind of exactly. takes me out of it. It. And the best part is when they shoot him. I'm like, that's for Modern Family, you son of a bitch. Because he does a sex
1: tape right in the movie. Yeah, and that's it's right. Just like,
0: why is Phil Dumpy <laughs> having sex? With yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, but yeah, for me, I think I'm pretty much like you. It's either hit or miss when it comes to Zack Snyder movies. He's like, it's like being
0: in a relationship with somebody who everybody else, all your friends, are just like, why are you with that person? It's like, no, you don't see him all that like for what he is all the time. You know, he does, he does Watchmen. <laughs> okay, all right. I think I get but what you're did, saying. He did Sucker Punch. So um, he's alright in my books.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think sometimes his style works and other times he's just a bit too self-indulgent and wanky. So I'm hoping that Army of the Dead is a time where his style really works for the movie. It's an original idea. I, I think it's one of the few times we've ever seen him come up with an original idea. He's not adapting a comic book or doing like a a series like the DCEU. But yeah, what do we know about this movie
0: so far? So, so far we have one trailer. That's all I've been able yeah, to do. And find. it's a teaser trailer. It's not a lot of information. Trailer. Yep, so what we can gauge from this trailer, it's very cinematic and very stylized, but essentially it looks like this is the post-apocalyptic zombified world we live yep. in. Uh, civilization still exists to some extent, I guess we'll talk about how much yep. it exists. And it looks like we got a group of mercenaries, they're all armied up with all this gear, that yep. are trying yep. to get into Las Vegas, which is like a quarantined area, to steal money yep. from a vault, yep. essentially. And it looks like it's very much played as a, a big blow-em-up action movie.
1: Yes, And it's got Batista in it. Yes, and it's starring Dave Batista, who we'll talk about in a sec. Now, I do actually have the official description of this movie from Netflix itself, and it is a nice short one for a change. I'm so sick of reading out huge paragraphs, but this one, the description is, After a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble Oh, there we go. (laughs) Nice pun there. By venturing into the quarantine zone for the greatest heist ever. There we go. That's it. And that's pretty much exactly what you said. So it's essentially Ocean's Eleven, but with zombies. Mm. Which is a great concept. It's a great concept. It's never
0: been done before. Well, it has been done before. It has?
1: So the plot of Dead Rising 2 is the exact same plot of this Ah. movie, essentially. So the bad guys in Dead Rising 2 essentially start a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas to steal money from the casinos. Right. So it
0: has been done before. Okay. So my question with this plot already is zombie apocalypse, right? Yep. Society's crumbling, right? Yep, yep, yep. Why do they need money? That's always the question That
1: they cover in like Those original Of the Dead movies So in the original 1978 Dawn of the Dead movie There's a scene In the the movie Where they go into a bank And they steal just Huge amounts of money From the bank And they sort of like as they're doing it they sort of look at each other and go like what's the point of having all this money and they go like you never know
0: you never, <laughs> you know. never
1: know and I guess it pays off because in Land of the Dead money is a big commodity Well, I ev-
0: everybody knows it's all bottle caps that they trade in now right
1: oh yeah that's true that's true exactly maybe they're just gonna go to the bar in the casino <laughs> and steal all the bottle caps in this movie maybe. my
0: guess is that some areas aren't as badly affected as others well that's what I'm thinking I'm thinking it's still pretty new in the apocalypse so they're still using currency and probably there's like an internet National, you know, they're probably trading with other countries as well, maybe. Yeah, quite so possibly. So, maybe money still has its value. It's not that into the apocalypse that they don't have those things already.
1: Yeah. I actually just had a great theory just then in my mm-hmm. head, but we'll get into it in a sec. Now, one question I did have straight away was, is this technically a sequel to Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 remake? I don't think so. I like to imagine it is. Oh, you're going to imagine it I is? I like to imagine it's in the same universe, and it will probably make that movie better for me, if I imagine it's not, not attached to the 1978 movie at well, all. Well, I guess it could be, right? Because that yeah. movie opens with the apocalypse happening. Yeah, that's right. And then they go into a mall for the rest of it. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what's going on in the rest of the world. True. So what if the movie opens in 2004, the zombie apocalypse happens, we jump to modern day, it's been years later, and then, you know, we could tie it all neatly into the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. I don't think they are going to do that. I don't think they have the rights to do that. But it's Zack Snyder. He made the movie already. They're actually, you know, they're calling out, oh, the creator of Dawn of the Dead is making this movie called Army of the Dead.
0: So you could automatically, like, make ties in your head. Like, Was oh. that movie popular? Because I, I see he's being advertised as the, like, the maker of the, the from the director of Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. What, what was are you that talking a, about? It was massive. Was, was that a popular. beloved movie? It was movie? a huge hit. Yeah. Really? Beloved by heaps of people, yeah. A lot of people say it's better than the original,
1: which really pisses me off.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Better than the original Yes
1: Okay let's move on Because that's going to annoy me as well Yes exactly That's always been the issue That I've had Because like I said Automatically by having a remake With that same title People are going to draw comparisons That original 1978 Dawn of the Dead movie Is a beloved a movie a classic It's a beloved movie for me So just yeah Like I said it, it, The new movie sort of like Shits on the legacy of that For me personally So that's what really annoyed me about it But like I said I've warmed to it as As an unassociated, just random action movie. So
0: you don't call it Dawn of the Dead. You call it like it's in your it's head. Zack Snyder's Dawn of the
1: Dead. <laughs> it's the Snyder cut of Dawn of it's the like Dead. The Snyder cut. Exactly. All right. So what we're actually doing in this episode? Typically, we'd go away and do plots separately, but because. I suppose neither of us have really a clear idea of what's going to happen in this movie. Also, I think we'd probably come up with the same plot. Exactly. We've decided to team up for this one, so we're putting our heads together and seeing if we can just nut out the plot together.
0: So if this is the first episode you're listening from our show, usually we do two separate yeah. plots, we've got a treat for you today because we're working together. Exactly. We're cooperating. One thing
1: that I think will impact the plot straight away is that they've already announced a sequel for this movie. Are you serious? Yeah. And it's going to be a prequel, so what does that tell you?
0: Well, okay... So when they make a a
1: movie sequel that is a prequel That means that things typically don't end well for our main characters Yeah I think it's maybe It's a zombie it's, movie so
0: Maybe it's like Adventures of Dave Batista*. No I
1: think it's gonna star Matthias Schweikoff as character See the blonde haired guy Ludwig Yeah yeah, Ludwig sorry Yeah I'm pretty sure He's gonna be Cause he's directing the movie oh. So Zack Snyder isn't directing The prequel
0: So they're grooming him To be like the, the standout hero That's the vibe I get From the trailer so. But yeah as it's well.
1: gonna be A prequel apparently Set during the start Of the zombie apocalypse So mm. that automatically Tells us first of all Things aren't gonna end well For our main characters They're probably gonna get Killed off at the end And second of all It also tells us that this is happening after the initial zombie apocalypse. So we may see the initial zombie apocalypse in the movie, but it's not going to be the taking point. place Yeah, during the initial outbreak.
0: They're kind of adapted to the world. Zombies are just a yeah. part of life now. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I think it's going to be.
1: Now, another thing that may impact our opinions of the plot as well is the runtime of the movie. It's a two and a half hour movie, Matty D. Oh, wow. There's a lot of stuff you could fit into a two and a Zach half hour Snyder, movie. Zack
0: Snyder, stop. Yeah, he can't stop. make a short movie. Stop.
1: stop. It's like a David Lynch or a, a Martin
0: Scorsese someone Someone's going to be point. there to like slap Zack Snyder's hands. Yes. Every time. And then this, and it'll probably have an extended uh, cut as well. Yes. Absolutely. Stop it, Zack. So, yeah, two and a half hour movies. You
1: can fit a lot of characters and storylines into two and a half hours. So, yeah, anything could happen. Because there's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah. I only focused on, I think,. What I would consider the main characters Like the main five and then another character as well But yeah, there's a ton of people How important they are, I have no yeah, idea Yeah,
0: because there's no real indication Of what these people's roles in this movie is going to be Whether they're just going to be like a, a person Who just walks on the screen and dies Absolutely, or whether they're going to be like a huge antagonist Or a huge yeah. protagonist We've mentioned him already Playing the character of
1: Scott Ward Probably the most generic name you could think of Is Dave Batista, Probably animal. the most ungeneric name you could think of have we ever? Yeah, well, I was going to say, have we ever talked Dave Bautista before on the show? But we have, because he was in Avengers Endgame, which we've covered before on this show, and I believe we may have put him in our special special episodes. episodes as well. So, if you're not familiar with Dave Bautista, who are you? He was in the WWE,
0: I suppose, as himself, world heavyweight champion Dave Bautista, part of Evolution, breakout star, one of the breakout stars of Evolution. Goes on to be a character actor. Yeah. Blade Runner. Spectre, James Bond.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Spectre. Guardians of the Galaxy, where mm-hmm. he played uh what was the character? Drax. Drax. Okay, there you go. And he was also in the more recent Avengers movies.
0: Turned out to be a pretty good actor as well.
1: Yeah. Gotta say. Yeah, who would have thought? I, I think that's sort of like a trend for a lot of WWE actors. I uh, suppose like The Rock, uh. you know what I'm talking about? Let's uh, Vince McMahon, he's a great actor. Vince McMahon is a great actor. I <laughs> do like Vince McMahon's acting. All right, so maybe there's two actors that have come out of the WWE. Uh, John Cena's doing pretty well. Oh, yeah, there we
0: go. He's going to be. We're going to be gonna talking be about big. him
1: again soon. We've talked about him in the past, but we're going to be talking about him very, I very Miz soon. And Miz is out there doing movies.
0: And we have Hulk Hogan, of course. Yeah. No hold Bard's fame.
1: No holds Bard. Yeah, exactly. All right, so of course. Scott I always Ward, love Dave when... Bautista's character is going to be the main character. Mm. What do you Looks love? Like a... oh, I just said, I, I love when a wrestler is in a movie. Well, there you go. You're going to be happy this week. Next up playing the character of Kate Ward is Ella Purnell. Now she was in Kick-Ass 2, as well as The Legend of Tarzan, the one with that Skarsgård brother in it that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I'm not particularly familiar with her myself. Now's the time where we get to play our new favorite game on the show. Daughter or wife. <laughs> Is she Dave Batista's daughter in this movie, or is she Dave Batista's wife? What do you reckon?
0: Uh, I've, got, daughter. I've got
1: a little fact here that, yeah, I think we'll give it away. You think daughter? Why is that? It's uh, just a guess.
0: Okay. I would have guessed she was just a mercenary, but if we're going to play daughter or wife, I'm going to say well, daughter. her name
1: is Kate Ward, and he's Scott Ward. So. Oh. Uh, daughter. And why do you think daughter? Mm. Just a stab in the dark mm. Yeah just a stab well, in the dark I absolutely think she's the daughter as well The main reason being that Dave Batista is 52 and she's 24
0: Could be his wife you Yeah know? it
1: could be like sugar daddy sort of situation I mean he's making money obviously in this movie But no I'd 100% say she's his daughter Please in this
0: Kieran Scott Ward's wife has died tragically Yes
1: absolutely he's doing it for the wife so she's going to be along with the team as well so the team is made up of five main people i believe and then maybe a few other expendable people who get killed off by zombies blown up in a zombie movie yeah why not oh i suppose yeah it's an action movie what are you going to do so we've already decided that this is like a father and daughter team and a rule that we already like an unspoken rule that we have on this show is if a character has a child in a movie it's always a daughter it's never a son for some reason always daughters
0: that's that is a thing that's been happening So recently. every
1: action movie has to have a motorcycle chase in it so this yep. movie is going to have a motorcycle chase in it absolutely uh, and then every father who has a child in a movie has to be a daughter
0: yeah and i feel like if batista has a daughter it means he's probably going to die absolutely yeah
1: i think i don't think there's going to be many characters who will survive this movie to be honest i'm pretty sure because we know that there's a prequel coming soon that there's no way that our main characters will make it out alive or if they do there's going to be a lot of casualties mmm I guess we're going to have to decide who lives and who dies. Next up, playing the character of Ludwig Dieter is Matthias Schweighöfer. Now, he's a German actor. He's done a lot of movies in Germany. I know he's directing the prequel, as I said before, but I can't say I'm too familiar with him myself. So, what
0: do we think of this character? So... Because I think he's going to be like the eccentric... Yes. Guy. He's gonna
1: be the eccentric, I suppose the Flamboyant like, He's gonna be the character of the movie So yep. while Dave Bautista's like the tough guy, no-nonsense guy
0: he, D- Dave Batista's gonna be the leader
1: Yeah, absolutely
0: And he's just gonna be really straight-laced like he, uh, I bet he's like probably a soldier or something That's gonna be his yep. backstory
1: So we know that Ludwig carries around a baseball bat with nails sticking out of it So that's one thing we know about him Very cool So he, he's not a big gun guy Maybe he's like not good with guns Maybe he's like the comic relief sort of character He's not good with guns. He's a bit of a scaredy cat, but he's not afraid to get like up close and personal maybe. with zombies.
0: Maybe, maybe he's like more of a mercenary than Dave Batista is. Really? should suck calling him Scott Ward instead of Dave Batista. But <laughs> yeah, Ludwig, maybe, maybe he's like a a Han Solo esque rogue. You know? I don't think so. No, I don't get
1: that impression at all. Again, we have to agree. By the way, whenever we team up, we have to agree 100 percent on every talking. So point. you think he's a scaredy cat? I don't think he's a scaredy cat I just think he's not As tough and hard and, As the other mercenaries Oh I agree Okay there we go Because you said he's like A proper mercenary
0: Well I meant like He he has no Like he has little honour You know He's okay, a bit yeah, of a yeah. scoundrel Yeah
1: Well I wouldn't say He's like Han Solo I would just say He's more of like a weasel Yeah okay You know what I mean Like he, he'd be happy To sacrifice someone's life So he survives He's like Tuco yeah, exactly, exactly Or a so little bit more of a nice He's honourable in his own way And he's likeable But yeah, he's just, uh, you know he's, he's a survivalist He's a survivalist He's not as brave as the other characters He's not as skilled as the other characters But we're to like him a lot Next up, playing the character of Vandero Is Omari Hardwick Now he's from Kick-Ass Not Kick-Ass 2 Like uh, Ella Purnell was But yeah, he is one of our main five mercenaries as well Who was he in Kick-Ass? He's the black one I don't remember who he was in Kick-Ass I think I remember everything in that movie Probably, I don't know, like a comic book owner or something like that. Who knows, right? So, what's he going to be in this movie? So he's going to be another the, mercenary. He's going to be the mercenary with the jive talk, I suppose. I mean, I'm not oh. trying to sound a racist, <laughs> but you know, it's it's a it's a movie. You know, whenever they put like a black guy in a Fast and Furious movie, they're
0: always like the smart talking, funny one. He'll be Dave Bautista's friend. Absolutely, yeah. Whereas Ludwig, they'll have an antagonistic relationship. And he's going to love money as well. He's going to love money. Yeah. Do we get that from the
1: trailer? No, but this is just a prediction because this is what they always do with these characters.
0: Are we racially stereotyping him? I believe so. I think the movie is going to do that, though. Okay. All right. Well, Zack Snyder, prove us wrong.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'd like to see, like, a,
1: a well-formed three-dimensional character here, but I just don't think we're going to get it. I mean, we've got two and a half hours to explore the character, but I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to be the funny one. He's going to be, like, the the smart-mouthed one. Mm-hmm. He's going to love money. He wants to be rich. He's going to die,
0: and it's going to be very sad. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be, like, a tearjerker moment. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I think he's going to be a bit more of a scoundrel, more of your Han Solo type than mm-hmm. Ludwig is. Sure. All right, who um, else we got? But, you know, he's he's a scoundrel in, a like, a lovable way. Yeah. Now the last person I wanted to talk about, the last, the fifth member of this mercenary group, playing the character of Lily, the coyote, is Nora Arnezeder. Hopefully, that's how you say your name. Now the only movie I've ever seen Nora in is Maniac, where she played the the lead, well, the secondary lead in that movie. She's a French actress, by the way. Uh, I thought she was really good in Maniac. I sort of fell in love with her in that movie in the same, in the same sort of creepy way that Elijah Wood did. <laughs> This is the Maniac remake I'm talking about, by the way. That's the
0: first-person movie, right? That's right, yeah. The
1: entire movie's in first-person. From the killer's point of view. Very interesting movie. Uncomfortable. Very disturbing movie as well. So, what do we think that Lily the Coyote, what do you think her impact on the movie's going to be?
0: She's going to be chasing a roadrunner, and she'll only communicate (laughs) in signs. Yeah. Yeah, okay <laughs> You you look so unimpressed with that I have no idea So I think she's going
1: to be sort of like the Cold She's going to be cold No silent. nonsense Yeah Well, I don't think she's going to be silent
0: No, maybe not silent But she just like gets down to business She just Yeah, like, absolutely She does the
1: killing when the killing needs to be done So I think Kate Ward, as in Scott Ward's daughter As in Dave Batista's daughter Is going to have more She'll heart She'll be the heart, yes She's going to be the heart of the movie While good old Lily, the coyote Is going to be more no-nonsense and more of like a tough gal. Mm, Agreed. And very skilled. Very skilled with a weapon. And she's going to be able to take out- She'll be a boss zombies left right and center i think if anything she's also going to die yeah she died in Maniac, so i definitely think she's going to die in this yes. movie too
0: I, I would also bet that she's a good sniper don't know why but that, i'm just calling that
1: okay well, i think she's going to be good with a gun so mm. i think she'd be good with any sort of like firearm cool now the other actors i wanted to talk about briefly playing the character of hunter blight is hiroyuki sonata who we talked about before in our mortal Kombat episode remember he's playing scorpion yeah yeah I said we'd talk about him again, didn't I? Yeah. And he's back. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea who Hunter Bly is going to be. If I'm going to guess, he's going to be like another random sort of mercenary-esque character who gets killed off. Yeah. I, he's not going to be one of our main five. He's Kind of just... seem like maybe an older grizzled mercenary. Yeah. Because we know he's sort of like a middle-aged Japanese actor. Mm. So he's going to be an older grizzled guy. We know that he does martial arts. So there's that aspect too. Sick. So yeah, I think he'll be killed off unceremoniously and not and won't be one of our main focal characters
0: and then be resurrected from the dead and have all these new fire undead powers. Oh yeah, fingers crossed. We can fingers only hope. Fingers crossed cuz they're going to cross this movie over with Mortal Kombat. And the last that person I want to awesome. talk about,
1: playing the character of Cruz is Ana de la Reguera. The character of Cruz, I have no idea who this person is or what their impact in the movie is going to be. They just play the character Cruz. I have no idea what they even mm. look like in the movie. Again, I just body count fodder. Part of the team. They were of the team. listed as one of the main characters. They're, the they're not part of the team. There's only oh, five not... people in the team. There's only five main players in the I thought there was more team. people in the team. There could be, but there's only five main players in right. the team. Those were the five actors we talked about first. Okay. So, so cannon that's, fodder. That's Yeah, exactly. Cannon fodder or... Or the person that it.
0: gives them the mission, maybe?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think the person who gives them the mission is going to be like a rich sort of tycoon character. Mm. I don't know about you. So before we just sort of like... Break down all of our thoughts of what's going to happen I in the movie. Can I also say,
0: what a cool cast. It's a very international cast. I kind of did yeah. that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, you sort of got to do that with movies these days. Otherwise, you get accused of, like, whitewashing and things like that.
0: I don't know, but you could have just easily not done it. Or done yeah, it very exactly. like half-assed So I like the fact that they got a lot of different actors well, It the from- guy who
1: made the Justice League movie You know, that was very sort of uh, diverse as well I guess so I suppose Now, let, yeah, before we sort of break down the plot And what we think is going to happen in it Let's talk about what happened in the trailer The trailer isn't very long So there's not yeah. a lot to talk about so I essentially broke down everything that happened in the trailer frame by frame, so we should just discuss it, and then uh, and then just, we're going to have to work it into our plots as we go. So the first thing we see is that, obviously, Las Vegas has been decimated by the zombie apocalypse. It looks
0: like some time has passed. How much time do you think will have passed since the initial outbreak? Well, how long do I think it's been since the apocalypse? I think it's been a matter of, I think it's been only a few years. Yeah, I think it's been like a handful of years Maybe like three years or yep. so
1: Three three to five years it's been So I don't think this is going to be taking place like, Like I said earlier in the episode I don't think this is going to be taking place Immediately during the apocalypse
0: Yeah So the apocalypse has happened People have like you know, had the panic Yeah Dealt with it And now it hasn't gone to the point where it's a full-out apocalypse yet It's still kind of yeah, being managed it's, being, it's
1: happening in isolated
0: areas, yeah. I think Yeah, and I, I believe they've probably isolated those areas as well like Yeah, yeah The military them. has mm.
1: Because we see the military in the trailer We'll yeah. talk about it in a sec Now, another thing we see in the trailer is we see that the power comes on in a casino Presumably the casino that they're robbing And then we see there's, like, dead bodies all over the floor So I'm presuming when they go into the casino, they turn the power on initially the lights are all out All the powers Haven't
0: up. they learned anything from Zombieland? You don't do
1: that Or Dawn of the Dead Or any also of the zombie movies Dawn of the Dead Yeah uh, Next we see uh, a helicopter flying into the sunset I'm presuming that our mercenaries travel around They travel to Las Vegas in a helicopter So we're going to see a lot of helicopter shenanigans in the movie mm. Also something from Dawn of the Dead uh, We see Scott Ward, David Batista shooting a gun We see So we imagine he shoots a gun in this yes. movie Yes We see Ludwig with his spiked bat His baseball bat with the nail sticking out of it And we see all of our heroes, they're surrounded by zombies on all sides. They're standing in a circle with their backs to each other, just about to kick some zombie ass. So we know that they're going to have to fight like an army of zombies outside at some point. Next, we see zombies attacking casino patrons. Presumably, mm-hmm. it's going to be during the opening of the movie when the initial outbreak happens. I agree.
0: I agree. I think that's our opener.
1: We see military jets bombing zombies on the streets of Las Vegas. I think that's going to happen at the end of the opening. Uh, we see Scott running across casino tables, shooting zombies as he goes. Obviously, he's going, be, he's going to be chased. Uh, we see our five heroes entering a safe filled with money. Obviously, that's the job that they're on. Uh, we see the casino being blown up. Ending? Possibly. Possibly. We see Vandero. Saying to Ludwig, that's heavy, brother, but I dig it. (laughs) That's your jive talking. That's the jive talking I was talking about before. Uh, Now, obviously, I think at this point in the movie, Ludwig is going to have some sort of like crazy scheme to, I don't know, get through the zombies, get past the zombies. Something like that I don't know if you agree or not
0: Uh, Yeah okay
1: But obviously Ludwig He's out of nowhere He's like come up with this Really crazy idea And they're like You know what It actually might work What that is I guess we're gonna have to decide In a sec Are
0: you saying that It's gonna be separate From the planned heist Because I think the planned heist Is obviously gonna go wrong Right Yes obviously And they're gonna have to Improvise some wacky scheme To either get to the safe Or get out Yeah yeah exactly Uh, And the last thing
1: we see in the trailer, by the way, is the helicopter in free fall. We see it like dropping down beside a building before like leveling out. Yeah,
0: and it's not falling uncontrollably. It's on its side, right? Yeah, that's right. We see it on its side and it's falling. And then it levels out. So either the helicopter is lost control or they're planning to tilt the helicopter so they can access a building or something crazy.
1: No, what I think they're doing is it's going to be a dramatic escape. The helicopter Uh, falls off the building before it started rotating up and they uh, have to start it midair, James uh, Bond style. That's what I think. Towards the end of the movie anyway. All right, now you've got a lot of strong theories of what you think is gonna happen in the plot. Did you wanna quickly run over that and then I'll Every, see if we ever have the input?
0: So I believe it's gonna like the opening is gonna be in Las Vegas where there's just gonna be yep. people doing regular things. And then either I think we're going to be introduced to some- In a, in some, a casino, It's in a casino, yeah. E- either we're going to be introduced by some like smarmy businessman or like a rich guy who's like telling, I don't know, an investor or somebody else how much money he's got in the vault just to set, set it up. You know what well, I mean? Well, it's going to
1: be like a mobster,
0: right? Like or a, a mobster, mobster, yeah. A mobster, mobster Someone character. unlikable. And yep. then either that guy will- may- maybe the person he's talking to is kind of sick- and zombified right and he bites him and that starts the zombie apocalypse or well, that's yeah. that starts the well, chain well we wrecking. know
1: from the trailer like it's just people doing their minding their own business in the yeah. casino and then suddenly like woof they look around and there's a whole bunch of zombies well that's what i was thinking
0: in. so like opens up casino people doing casino stuff you know putting the coins slot machines. in the slot machine yeah. sure mobster is talking about how much money he has and he's bragging about it to some guy and then yep. all of a sudden they hear a noise they're like what's that all of a sudden zombies just charge the place Yep. we start off with a full-blown action scene where zombies are just ripping people to shreds. The yep. mobs just trying to get out. He's trying to like survive and he just like gets completely destroyed.
1: What if the mobster is the one who hires the mercenaries to get his money back?
0: Ooh. I didn't obviously think Obviously someone's
1: going to hire the mercenaries.
0: Yeah, someone's going to hire the mercenaries. And I know really had trouble with this because who would want that money? Uh, a mobbed up guy who had a casino who's lost it. He can't access it. Okay, yeah. So maybe he escapes. Yeah, I suppose he's got to. Because I thought there was a character listed here whose name is uh... it's like Mister something, isn't it? Well, no, I was thinking of a, a lady, like an older lady. That was it. That was oh, that's end. right. There is a, uh, an actor Marian in the movie, yeah, Peters. And I thought she would be the person. She's that.
1: actually replacing a guy in the movie. They actually digitally cut out an actor in the movie because of sexual abuse allegations. Really?
0: Yes, I know who you're talking about. You're talking about the guy who was the comedian because I saw him in this movie. I can't remember his name, but and I was like, they're putting him in the movie because yeah. he, there was no, they, like, he they, did they digitally a of-
1: replaced. Placed him with that, the woman you just talked about. Marianne.
0: Right, okay, yes. That's really good that they did that. Yeah. Get rid of that scumbag. But she might just be another mercenary. Mm, so I think she'll just be like a
1: minor sort of side character. And there's going to be like a community where the... I love those communities. Yeah, the zombie survivor community. We know that they have to be in the movie, mm. but uh, there's going to be a community where
0: they get the job from, right? Mm, absolutely. So I'll just I'll just quickly say what I think, right? So I think that's going to be the opener. I think the next thing is going to be Scott Ward being hired by somebody. By the mobster guy By the mobster guy And then I think The first half of this movie Will be him recruiting All the other mercenaries Well He's got his daughter Doesn't he He's got his daughter already But like him meeting So
1: he doesn't want his daughter To come but she sort of Insists right Yeah That's always the way
0: Always the way But he like He'll meet like Ludwig Gotta do it for mom, And he'll find all these guys And then the next half of the movie Will be the actual heist Where they'll go in And Ludwig
1: will be the brains Of the operation surely Think so Yeah Well he's the only one Who fits the bill
0: Possibly possibly and then obviously the heist will go wrong and shenanigans will ensue. I mean, Van der
1: O could be the the brains, but you know, maybe I don't think so.
0: That's kind of what I'm thinking. He looks like muscle to me. Do you agree or? Yeah. So obviously
1: they've got to get the team together. We'll be introduced to the team. We've got two and a half hours to mm. do character development. And, and so. just
0: I mean, I know we spoke about the characters here, but I think overall the characters will be. Very over-the-top, very, like, eccentric yeah. and then very unique and quirky in their own Absolutely, ways. And they'll, yeah. and they'll have little things like, this person collects stamps. I don't know why in the yeah. zombie apocalypse, but they'll have, like, some weird quirk that yes. they'll, like, pay a lot of attention to to yeah. make it feel like you're part of this group of friends that you're invested in.
1: The five main mercenaries who make up our, our lead characters. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. And obviously, they're going to talk about like the the impact that the zombie apocalypse has had on their lives. Mm. Well, they're know.
0: they're benefiting from it, right? I think yeah, the whole thing is going to be like they're in the zombie apocalypse, so. They've just adapted better than other people. And I think the way this world is going to work is civilization will still exist, like we yeah. talked about, but there'll be pockets of quarantined area and these guys get yeah. hired to go out into these quarantined areas and do sort of, you know, jobs whatever or whatever they or. need to do. So I think there's gonna be a scene in this movie where maybe Scott Ward, maybe we're introduced to him doing like a job. Maybe he's rescuing some yeah. people who are trapped, like a Yeah, we're gonna you know, see him doing zombie action somewhere. Yeah, like he'll rescue a family who's somebody like right, maybe- it's gonna be something more scummy. Sort of you along so? the same lines because maybe we'd, we're introduced to him as being like kind of a good,
1: well, we'll see him do guy. noble deeds, but you know he's a mercenary though, so he's going to be doing something well, scummy.
0: Picture this: maybe he's saving some guy's wife or something uh, in the zombie apocalypse. He sa- he rescues her, he fights the zombies. It's an impressive stylized Zack Snyder action yeah. sequence. He gets to the civilized section of you know America, and then he's like, "Money, please." Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair
1: enough. Yeah. And then he will see him with his daughter and his daughter's just like, Oh, I'm so sad that Mom died in the zombie apocalypse standard stuff like that. And he's like, get over it, and then he <laughs> Batista bombs her. <laughs> well, maybe. No, I think he'll, uh, I think he'll be very sympathetic towards the death of his own wife.
0: Yeah. Uh will his daughter be close to him or estranged yeah. Yeah, or yeah.
1: she'll be close with him. Uh, like I said, she's going to insist on coming, and he doesn't want her to come. But you know, they ulti- she ultimately wins him over, I mm. suppose. Uh, yeah, like I said, they're going to once they get the job. Obviously, the mobster's going to approach him. We're just presuming there's a yeah. mobster character whose money is in the,
0: in the in the casino. Can I just put something forward? Just an idea. Happy to be happy to have it shot down. But what if the mobster approaches Scott Ward first, and he goes no for whatever reason, he's like I'm not interested. Then the mobster approaches. That's like, suicide. Yeah, exactly. Las Vegas, you know, there's like way too many zombies. Yeah. There. And then the mobster approaches the daughter and for some reason the daughter does it, mm. but then gets stuck. So then Scott has to then go to rescue his daughter. That's but an also interesting this theory, heist. but I don't think so. Because I feel like if the motivations just money, then-
1: no, I think it's going to be more so, yeah, the the daughter is just like, I'm coming along, Scott Ward goes, oh, there's no way, and then she's like, oh, you know, equal rights, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and he turns around and she's himself. in the back of the helicopter. He's yeah, exactly. like, I told you to stay in the yeah, car. exactly, exactly. I'm doing it for mom, <laughs> as I said. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going to be that cliche. I think, I think. yeah. Ultimately, this plot's going to be very simple. It's just going to yeah, be it's a set up for violence. Yeah. yeah,
1: okay. So they're given the mission by the mobster. He wants his millions back and he's like, I'll cut you in in a nice slice. They're going to have to come up with a plan. We won't be told the plan in detail. It's something we're just going to see play out throughout the course of the movie. But what do you think their big plan is going to be? How are they going to get all that money back to the mobster? So,
0: I think the original plan will be to do it sneakily. So, they'll, like, drop in in helicopters, maybe. So, land on
1: the casino roof with a helicopter.
0: Sneak in, load up the money, and then helicopter out. Is like, going to be... Load up the money how? I don't know, with... Banks, (laughs) (laughs) Banks, <laughs> <laughs> there's a
1: lot of money there. I don't think it, a five people could carry that yeah, amount of money.
0: That's a good question. I don't know. What do you have any thoughts? Mm,
1: it's got to be something fun. you got to have it like you got to do it in a fun way, haven't you? So, mm. for some reason in my head, I just saw golf carts like they're just like driving around with like golf in the zombie carts. apocalypse
0: inside the casino. Uh,
1: that doesn't seem to work. Uh, I think
0: it's going to be the, the original plan will be helicopter out. Yeah But something helicopter will go Helicopter in, wrong. helicopter out yeah. And they'll have to shoot their way out The plan will be like This is this safe Stealthy thing That no one will get hurt And obviously it'll go yep. wrong And they have to go out Guns blazing So Original plan How would they carry the money out Yeah Exactly
1: it's going to be something really clever that we probably won't think of.
0: Yeah, and something really cheesy as well. Like, they put the money in a Trojan horse and carried it out. They could do it. Like- <laughs> a Trojan horse. They're just wheeling the horse out. And the zombies are just like, huh? Like what the hell? <laughs> giant what? horse.
1: Yeah, maybe. I think getting the money out is going to be a big like to-do. Like, they just don't know how they're going to get it all out with just mm. five people and a helicopter.
0: Maybe they, like, have a big van and they just uh, pile it with zombie bodies. Maybe something about the dead bodies that they use. Mm. They, put, they put they put the money, money in all the, the pockets dead. That doesn't
1: make a lot of sense But yeah uh, yeah. Maybe they yeah, Maybe they're just really stuck on how they're going to get the money out And So like a large portion of the movie is going to be like Working out how we're going to get the money out Hang on we can put it in this truck that's down in the basement where We have to fight our way through all these zombies To get to the truck to put the money in
0: Yeah maybe it's as simple as like it's an armoured car that they have Yeah That they just like are just going to drive well, through Well they're
1: originally going to leave with the helicopter But then they're like oh you know something happens to the helicopter
0: Yeah well maybe most of them Maybe It's like they get there, they pile up the money in this armored car, the rest go in a helicopter, and one guy, Scott Ward maybe, drives the armored van and that's the plan. And obviously that's not gonna something happens with the armored van blows up or something. That's the
1: plan. They fly into Las Vegas in the helicopter. They land on the roof of the casino. They go into the casino. What happens? What, what goes wrong?
0: They trip up something.
1: Obviously, they, they, they go and turn the power on so yep. they can access the safe because the safe's got an electronic lock.
0: Yep, and they've got a timer, right? Uh, maybe they've found a way to distract the zombies for a while, but either way, the zombies get attracted to the casino, Charge the casino when they get in. Well, the zombies are already in the casino. Mm. Presumably, the, oh, zo- the casino is just full of
1: zombies. Uh, Why would there not be zombies in yeah, the casino? Yeah, good point. Good point. Did someone come in and shuffle them out? <laughs> we set we set it up for it. So we saw that the military blew up most of Las Vegas. So Las Vegas is essentially in ruins mm-hmm. at this point. But there's still heaps of zombies around because they didn't, you know, they weren't successful in killing all the zombies in the town.
0: Also, I want to also put out there that this might happen later on in the movie. I think. That they won't actually be successful in retrieving the money. No, they won't be, of course. It's Um, going to be a
1: failed mission. Yeah,
0: and possibly even when they get there, the casino blows up or maybe Scott feels like he needs to blow up the casino to save his daughter. You know, all the zombies are in the casino and they're all getting overwhelmed. So they leave the casino, blow up and kill all the zombies, blowing up the money in the process. Yeah. And then it becomes a- The casino's
1: definitely going to blow up. Then it it becomes the money's going to get blown up.
0: Let's escape Las Vegas, but also now the mobster wants to kill me. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely see that happening. Yes. Now, I thought the movie
1: would end with the whole like casino blowing up. That's what I thought too. But you know, if you throw in that angle of now the mobsters pissed off that they couldn't finish the job, yeah, I think that would really work.
0: Then you can have an, a third part to the movie. Yeah.
1: Basically, the bare bones of our movie so far is movie starts with zombie apocalypse. We jump forward three years or so, mm-hmm. just a couple of years. We get
0: introduced to Scott Ward doing yeah. something.
1: He's a mercenary. He mm-hmm. does a job. We see that he's good at his job. He has a daughter. He lost his wife in the zombie apocalypse. He's given the job by the mobster. His
0: daughter insists on going. He forms the team. He finds everybody in different spots. They fly and we, in. We get to see what their skill set is as yes. well.
1: They fly in in a helicopter, like land the- on a roof with the intention of you know getting all the money from the safe. There's too much money to carry. So they're like, oh, there's an armored car parked in the basement of the casino. Of course. Zombie shenanigans, of course. They have to distract the zombies. They have to run around. They have to kill zombies. They have to be stealthy to not attract the whole horde. Presumably, things go wrong. Characters die. Who's being killed off here?
0: Uh, I think this is a good time to kill... Vanderhoe? Yeah.
1: Vanderhoe, sorry. Yeah, kill him off. He's going to be killed off. Uh, Lily the Coyote is going to be competent, but she's obviously going to be killed off by the end of the movie uh, in a dramatic way. Why are they blowing up the casino? I don't think we ever decided why. I think the reason they blow up
0: the casino is because... There's a lot of zombies there. Oh, that's like-
1: a good idea. Maybe, like, they figure, you know, they, they get rid of a lot of zombies, they cause a huge explosion, distracting all the zombies so they can leave Las Vegas. They can mm. be Nick Cage be leaving Las Vegas. Yeah,
0: I think... <laughs> Very nice. I think that it comes to a point where they're like, we're not getting this money out of here. We're going to die yeah. in this casino. So, if we're going to escape with our lives... So let's get all the zombies in the casino. Let's blow up the casino, yep. killing all the zombies, and or most of the zombies. That'll get us like that'll get us somewhat of a safe passage out of here. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, the zombies are going to follow us. That's a very loose
1: way. theory, but yeah, I think that's a good theory. Obviously, they'll return back to the mobster empty-handed. He wants to kill them. The mobster is going to be killed by zombies at some point, surely.
0: Or even there might be a phone call that happens between Scott Ward and the mobster, and the mobster yep. sends people out to Las Vegas, so it becomes a whole big. Well, I
1: don't see why they'd hang around Las Vegas if they don't need to be there.
0: Well, they're trying to leave Las Vegas still. Okay, fair enough. So I think Las, Ve- well, we Las Vegas... We also know that they
1: uh, they get trapped in the street, surrounded by zombies. So obviously yeah. they escape the casino with their lives. At least some of them do.
0: And they end up in like a hut as well somewhere. So I think there's going to be a time where they...
1: I don't remember seeing them in a hut. Oh, not a hut, but
0: like just like a house in the middle of nowhere. I don't remember seeing that at all in the trailer. It's in one of the promotional posters. Oh, okay. There we go. So maybe there's a time when they like reservoir dog style. They like go into a house and they're like just taking a breather going, what the hell just happened? And maybe there's a few internal conflicts as well. Yeah, there's always going to be internal conflicts. There's going to be someone who's trying to betray them as well. Yeah. Maybe it's Ludwig. Yeah,
1: maybe. I doubt it though. Maybe it's the coyote. Possibly. I don't think so. It's going to be like Van Der Rohe. Again, I hate to stereotype, but you know, the money loving one is going to. to. Um, we're just presuming that he's this, but you know. Maybe it's uh, Marianne Peters. Well, she's not really part of the group, oh, we yeah. said. That's true. Because there's only five members I, in the I group. I saw her
0: in like an army get up though.
1: There might be originally more members of the, the group and they just get killed off. And then we only have like five main surviving yeah. members who last through most of the movie. That could be the case. I what think they're going to be,
0: the, the five main members are going to be who we get the most time. Yeah. Four. Um, And everybody else will just be I just
1: realized this is a very similar plot to Land of the Dead as well. Yeah. So in Land of the Dead, this is just us presuming, but in Land of the Dead, there's Dennis Hopper's character who's like a, a millionaire who runs this community. And the bad guy of the movie steals like this ultimate zombie killing truck machine. Cool. And then he gets a bunch of mercenaries. So he hires a bunch of mercenaries to go out and kill the bad guy and get the truck machine back. It was called Dead Reckoning. That's the name of the machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's like the, the movie is like those mercenaries traveling through the zombie apocalypse world trying to get back Dead Reckoning. And then, of course, there's a whole bunch of mercenary characters are introduced. Like They're like, oh, we just thought you'd need extra help. And when they're introduced, you're like, oh, these guys are just going to be eaten by zombies. We, we arrived and, and we've got are,
0: these red shirts. Yeah, exactly.
1: Those <laughs> are those characters exactly. And they all just get eaten by zombies. And we know that our main characters are going to be all right. Mm. But yeah, so back to Army of the Dead. I think, yeah... I think by the end of the movie, our main character is going to be killed off. I think it's going to be all in, all out, zombie war by the end. Yeah,
0: Scott's going to die.
1: Scott's going to die heroically. Uh, his daughter will live. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Yeah, I think all of our characters will die except for the daughter.
0: Yep. Yeah, agreed. And possibly Ludwig might live.
1: Possibly. And I think he'll die as well because he's going to so. be in the prequel.
0: He can still be in the prequel.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm saying, like, wouldn't they just make it a sequel If he uh, lived.
0: Hey, if it's a prequel, what if these guys had worked together previously? What if there's some inbuilt history there? Well, we know
1: that the prequel is going to take place during the zombie apocalypse.
0: Yeah, but what if Scott's like, oh, Ludwig, I don't really, I don't work with him. Screw that guy. I Mm. met him at the zombie apocalypse. He's a dirtbag and it fuels something for... Yeah, it could happen. We
1: actually don't know who's in the sequel. We only know that Ludwig's in it and that's the only confirmed Well Maybe it's just his story then. Yeah, I think it's just going to be from his point of view and we see where he got the skills for this movie. That's what I think it's going to be. And also there's going to be an animated TV series as well. Oh, really? Yeah, cool. Yeah, so once they've uh they've blown up the building to escape with their lives, so on and so forth they fought through the streets of Las Vegas so on and so forth uh, and then returned to the mobster empty handed he wants to kill them essentially you said he wants you said that you thought that he'd send mobsters back to mm. or gangsters back to Las Vegas to take them out yeah maybe he's got ties with the military or something maybe he's like a uh, like an influencer so he, like he sends in the military to blow them up
0: you could see like a mobster still having that power yeah. At this stage?
1: What if, yeah, what if that military that we see flying through dropping bombs in the town, what if that's the mobsters that are like, oh, well, they blew up my money, so blow them up. Yeah. Well, the zombies blow everything up. And then, but our heroes manage to escape and they get revenge on Maybe. the mobster somehow.
0: Maybe the military are planning to blow up Las Vegas anyway. Yes. Which adds the stake.
1: Oh, that's it. That's which- it. So, they're bombing Las Vegas. They're going to yeah. nuke
0: Las Vegas. That's why the mobster so- wants his money out of there before yeah. then. The mobster's like, you need to do this by this stage. Otherwise, like, it all gets blown up. So, they're racing against the clock. Yeah. And they fail. Yeah, and that's it right. gets explo- like it gets bombed. But they manage like-
1: to. Obviously, some of our heroes have to escape. To, oh, of course, to be able to get revenge on the mobster. Well,
0: they hear the sirens or whatever, and they hear that they hear the planes coming up, and they're just like, "Oh no!" And then they escape. Some, some are left in. Some die. Some yep. get, you know, eaten by zombies. And then, well, if Kate is
1: the only one to survive, Dave Batista's daughter, wouldn't she just be the one? Like, if she's the only survivor, couldn't you see her going back and getting revenge on the the mobster guy who hired them? Yeah. By the end of the movie. Like I said, he's got to be eaten by zombies. He's got to be
0: eaten by zombies, yeah. So,
1: they're going to lure him into a situation where that happens.
0: Or, um, obviously, there's going to be a part of this movie after they leave the casino where no helicopter, no truck, they've got no means of transportation and they just have to- Go on foot. Go on foot to get out of Las Vegas. Maybe them escaping opens the floodgates for zombies to go into the civilized area accidentally. Yeah, maybe. And then mafia guy gets eaten alive. Yeah.
1: So how is Scott Ward gonna die off? How is Dave Batista gonna die off? Since we definitely think he's gonna be
0: killed. Sacrificing himself for his daughter. That's right. Okay. He's gonna be left behind. He's gonna he's be gonna the be gonna one like, blowing up the casino. He's gonna be like, go, go. Leave me. Leave me. And then I'm gonna be know, with my wife. And then he's gonna stand facing off against a horde of zombies. He's gonna give them all a spine buster.
1: I hope so. Mm. I hope he does like wrestling moves against zombies. That would be the coolest I really coolest wanna
0: thing. see Dave Batista do a spear. A spinebuster and a Batista bomb. Okay, hopefully this
1: movie isn't a Batista bomb. <laughs> Fingers crossed. All right, so I think that's all we pretty much need to go into as far as the yeah, plot. Yeah, I think we are covered
0: it. Is there anything else we can we can really? Well, go anything
1: into? else would just be speculation. Essentially, the whole plot that we've come up with is essentially speculation. I mean, we've got the heist in there. That's all we really know about the movie. Everything else is just us theorizing. So. Anything else would just be us going on tangents, so I don't think it's worth... I
0: think I think we got the movie. I'm pretty confident with it. The only thing I'd add is, uh, you know, Triple H is the big bad guy, and, um, you know, because he betrayed Randy Orton in the Evolution. I hope someone legacy. out there gets these wrestling and references, because I surely don't. Batista Batista shows his thumb and then t- puts his thumb down to indicate that he is not part of Evolution anymore. He's not falling for Triple H's shenanigans. But other than that, I think we called okay. this movie. Yeah. All right. So, do you think we nailed it? Do you think we're way off?
1: Do you have any theories yourself, dear listeners?
0: Are you looking forward to this movie? Are you excited about it? What is your opinion of Zack Snyder?
1: Yeah. Let us know all these things. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site, or you can hunt us down on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know anything. Whether you hate Zack Snyder, whether you love Zack Snyder, whether you think we're right or wrong, what you think is going to happen in the movie, anything you like. Whether you love us or whether you maybe love us more. <laughs> maybe don't go that far into it. Are you sick of Matty D's constant WWE references throughout this movie? Alright, now before we wrap up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week.
0: Yes, let's. We're leaving, doing, leaving the zombie apocalypse.
1: Yeah, and we're going to something more horrifying. <laughs> We're doing an episode of actual spoilers where we go back and look at a movie that we predicted in the past and see how well we did compared to the actual movie. And this week we're talking about the Disney sequel, Frozen 2.
0: Yes, so mm. if, you, if you're if you an... Int- if you love Frozen mm. 2, if you love Frozen, um, watch that movie if you haven't already oh. watched it, I guess. Listen to our episode on Frozen 2 and join us next week yeah. when we talk about how well we did with I that saw that one. movie in the cinemas,
1: by the way, and I'm not looking forward to watching it again. I refuse to watch it again. Really?
0: Oh, I think I've watched it enough. As I mean, in once it, Yeah,
1: <laughs> me too I, I think one of us Is at least gonna watch it again Yeah, I might have to I and don't I, think It wasn't a long, that long ago Since I watched it The first time Yeah, so. I don't think Either of us were Particularly close
0: On that movie either So I'm really excited To see how badly we did We have a listener Of this show Who says that uh, Frozen 2 was one of the best movies To come out Oh, okay This year Sorry so. <laughs> I obviously, where you know, obviously this movie was beloved, so we'll we'll be talking all about it. Yeah, we'll be maybe
1: in my second viewing, I'll reassess it, and you'll maybe like, it'll oh change my, my mind.
0: God. Oh my god, it'll be like Dawn of the Dead. you are like, yeah, maybe that's it, Kieran. Maybe I just have to disassociate it with the Frozen. Yeah, because you, series you beloved the first Frozen movie, and it didn't I, live up I to. did, but yeah, it didn't. Frozen two didn't live it up, live up to it for you. So maybe you know you'll you'll enjoy maybe. it maybe more. I'll have to let you know next week so until we reconvene for Frozen 2 I can't even think of a zombie reference to throw in there that was like uh, you know we're we're gonna go off and do some mercenary work (laughs) isn't it weird that this movie came out in a pandemic yeah very very on the nose there well it's almost done presumably so the vaccine's out there hopefully but join us next week
1: By a mystical book. Within its pages are passages that can send you back to your time. Forewarned by a wise man. You must recite the words platu Berata Niktu. I got it, I got it! Fulfilled by a wise guy. Platu Berata When the spoke the words, the army of the dead awoke. Now he's got a date. Give me some sugar, baby with the Army of Darkness.
0: You found me beautiful once. Honey, you got real ugly. Sound the trumpets. Raise the drawbridge.
1: Drop the Oldsmobile. From Sam Raimi.
0: Oh, that's gonna hurt.
1: Director of Darkman. Comes Army of Darkness. They live. They breathe. They
0: suck. Army of Darkness.